0: Good morning, Sun Valley Church, and welcome back to The Voice of the Valley. I'm your host, Jeremy Pinch, and this morning uh, I have a special guest with me. He is the pastor of Tanum Pioneer Church. Uh, he is a gospel partner. Uh, for Christ. And I'm so glad that we're here. You know, recently we just went through Philippians chapter 1, uh, verses 12 through 18, where where John was talking about this idea of, of this unity in the gospel and going forth. And uh, we have churches here in the valley that we can Come alongside and support, and and love and cherish, and A Tandem Pioneer is is one of those one of those churches. And every third week, I don't know if you guys notice this, but every third week we we take time out of our service to to pray for for churches around the valley, and uh, we do cherish. Atanum, and in, in those times that we can pray for them and uh, and encourage them, and so I'm I'm grateful that Pastor James Barbolitos is is here from Atanum. So thank you, James. Yeah, it's for good to be here. Thank you coming. for the invite. Yeah, James, uh, some of us may not know uh, what's going on, what's taking place at Atanum. Uh, can you just tell us uh, about your ministry? Maybe something, you, you, what you're preaching through, uh, some some things that are that are taking place there. Sure. Um, you know, one of the things we,
1: you know, we delight in is really, we're just uh, uh, local Uh, Bible teaching church. Mm -hmm. And so we, you know, we have a lot of various ministries, much like Sun Valley, um, for young families, for our senior saints. We, uh, about a year ago, we started a new ministry, a sports ministry for our kids. Oh, nice. Um, Awesome. You know, it's called Kids Introduction to Sports. So it's, they're, they're taught sports, but it's not as serious of a commitment as like joining a league. Sure. And so we rotate, um, but then each, you know, each session at the end, there's um, a Bible lesson and a gospel message, and, and that's been good. Um, been preaching through the book of Mark. It's um, awesome. the last number of, well, it's going up in a couple of years uh, now, which has been good. You know, Mark's a pretty practical yeah. gospel, and, and, you know, it focuses on discipleship. Um, and that's really basically what we've been really focusing, particularly the last number of years, is you know discipleship and spiritual growth and encouragement. and so okay. you know I think it's been going pretty well, okay.
0: It's encouraging to hear that we're not the only church that takes a few years to to get through some books. Yeah, yeah, so it takes it takes a while for you to get through Mark because' you're, you're preaching expositionally, you're going verse by verse. that's right how, how is how is God's word shaping? your ministry not just preaching but but altogether how does how does god's word shape your your ministry there
1: yeah well god's word is um our instruction book Hmm. um it's not an instruction book like those that you uh you know would get at ikea um, which is good because they can be often confusing and (laughs) not make sense although it feels like for some scripture can be that way but um but i think you know uh, too many churches overcomplicate things. Hmm. They they try to figure out what the mission of the church is. They try to figure out uh, really what God wants. And in in some regard, that's not a bad thing. But mm-hmm. but really, God has is has, has given His vision for the church clearly to us hmm. um, on on how how He wants His church uh, to function. Um, who the who the leadership. You know how how what are their qualifications and what their role mm-hmm. is, what the role of um, the the church goer, whether they're a, an official member or not, mm-hmm. um, and so really that shapes on you know we evaluate you know what do, are we whatever we're doing are we doing it biblical and and how mm-hmm. can we always be doing it in a more biblical way, mm-hmm. you know we don't want to just get in the rut and you know the Tannum Pioneer Church has been um, in the valley over 140 years and yeah. so it's really easy just to kind of think well we've always done things this way and so yeah. that's the way we always want to be evaluating okay is this what God's word says yeah. um, but thankfully um, it's pretty clear and so you know what what that looks like carrying out Christ's vision for his church is going to look different from one church to the next because you know we're in different parts of the city or mm-hmm. in different contexts but um the vision is is not a complicated one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's preaching Christ and then growing in Christ. Mm-hmm. You know it's as one of our elders says, it's um, you know, reaching the lost and then teaching the found. yeah and yeah. and so, you know it, it's not a complicated thing. Now, you know, uh, knowing is one thing, doing is another, but right. yeah, so right. that's you know, and I think we're growing, and we we have a lot of areas to grow in, but things the Lord's really blessing us, um which I'm grateful for.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah that's exciting. Yeah, I think about Paul's words to the Corinthians when he says, "You know, I I decided to know nothing but Jesus Christ yep. and Him crucified." Yeah. So it seems like the, the gospel's pretty simple. It's a pretty simple message. Yeah. And the Bible lays that out for us. You know what? What does God require of us as a church? Um, but but how does the how does the gospel Unify the church. How does the gospel unify your church individually? How how have you seen that in members within your church? And how does the gospel unify, you know, churches locally or or globally? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it
1: does make sense. Um, Well, first off, it's um, it's unfortunate, particularly in America, sometimes where it almost churches can almost seem like uh, there's they're competing businesses mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um, and it's that's not the biblical view I mean we view Sun Valley as as you know a sister church a mm-hmm. uh, another body of, of fellow like-minded believers that just happen to meet across town mm-hmm. but really there's just one church and that's mm-hmm. what unifies us mm-hmm. um, we, we we're not competing we're complementing in fact um, anytime we can um, encourage or support or come alongside another like-minded body of believers, we would want to do that because mm-hmm. really our goal is to promote the kingdom of God. Um, as far as unifying our, our own church body, I would probably say it's very similar you know, we've got we've got people in our church that have grown up since childhood in the church. Mm-hmm. We have people that come from um, you know backgrounds of of difficulties, um, have you know had a had a difficult upbringing or a broken home, mm-hmm. and then came to the Lord. We've had people that have um, been in their mind they would say the chief of sinners, and mm-hmm. and um, but in the end, um, the gospel unifies us in that we. That, that's all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's what you know. Paul also says, and such were some of you, but you were washed, you were cleansed. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. So the gospel unifies us in that it doesn't matter whether you grew up in the church or a relatively new believer, we're all um, in Christ. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, we've recently studied when the Lord instituted uh, you know, communion hmm. at the Last Supper. Mm-hmm. And part of it was, you know, he took the bread and he broke it, and he gave each of the disciples a piece from the same bread, hmm. and I really think that's you know symbolizing that that they are all even though there was eleven of them at the time because Judas had departed already, you know there was eleven of them but they were all united in that one body of Christ. Hmm. That's who defined hmm. who they were. I hmm. mean, um, and a lot of, they all had different backgrounds. You had fishermen, you had former tax collectors and zealots, um, but all that stuff didn't matter. What mattered was they were united in. Christ christ yeah. and i think that's the same with yeah. our with our church body and, yeah. and that's what's great
0: yeah yeah so the the gospel breaks down boundaries yeah you know social classes backgrounds it, it doesn't matter the gospel breaks those th- things apart that's right yeah yeah jew gentile slave free yeah. man woman it yeah. doesn't matter
1: it's what's it's christ yeah yeah
0: which is completely different to what the world offers, right? Because the world it says, you know, it's it's basically, I believe this. This is what I. This is who I am. This is the social class I'm a part of, or you know, whatever. Yeah. And that's what I identify as. Yeah. Whereas if we're in Christ, all that stuff goes away because our identity is in christ
1: yeah well and and with the world around us there's also people identify by class but then there's a lot of guilt yeah when when other people are in the same class or you know there's this uh you were born into that class and so you have this privilege and yeah. and and all those things whereas believers there's there there isn't any of that yeah it doesn't matter we, we look at a rich or poor in and, and we serve one another as brothers or sisters mm-hmm. there's not this guilt of of this is what because we understand, um, God's sovereignty and God's put, God put me in this particular family for his purpose and I can serve him there. Um, and so can you, and we're no better or worse. We're just our servants of, yeah. of the Lord. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. And that's and as you just said, it, it, we can look at each other's churches and not go, well, their church is bigger or they're they're doing something that's you know gaining more popularity. Or yeah, whatever. we're looking at it and going, no, Christ is being that's great proclaimed. Yeah, yeah, and the church is growing, which is exciting.
1: Yeah yeah yeah
0: and 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 so in
1: that we rejoice yeah you know i mean i can't imagine paul or or you know that the church of corinth looking at the church in in thessalonica and saying oh look how godly they are they're growing what are we doing wrong (laughs) you know it's that that uh i mean knowing the church of corinth maybe they would have but paul would have corrected them um (laughs) and so that's the mentality we should have too it's it's about the kingdom of god and, and christ has the particular church where he wants it and yeah. puts it where he needs to. And that's not to say we shouldn't always be trying to grow and do things better, sure. but sure. it's just, as you said, Jeremy, it's, we rejoice at, at, yeah. you know, God's work in, in his church. So,
0: yeah. yeah. So what, what is one key uh, doctrine that has sustained you personally through ministry? Ministry is not, not easy. Uh, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of grit. Uh, what's what's one doctrine that has sustained you personally, um, and what's one doctrine as a church that you you guys just are like yes God is God is this yeah um, yeah you know, what, what would that be yeah um, you know
1: there there's you know that's a difficult question in some regard I, I would say um, only because there's so many I mean sure. how do you you know but sure. but uh, you know in reflecting upon that I would I would say probably God's sovereignty hmm. um, which sounds a little you know, I'm gonna say vague, but but the more the more I've come to realize God's sovereign control over everything, um, the more I the less I worry about what happens. Mm. Um, because God's, when we think God's sovereignty, that's almost like an impersonal attribute, like, okay, well, he's God, he's in control. But, but when you break it down, um, it's, it's a very personal thing, you know, when in ministry, when, when people come and go, you know, I, am not in control. I can't, I can't change people's hearts. I'm not the Holy Spirit. Thankfully, um, I, I can't, um, I can't make people grow in Christ. I can preach Christ, but it's his word that does it. And it's God's, you know, God is sovereign over everything. Um, I, as a father, you know, we were expecting number six, um, you know, uh, when my kids go out, when things happen, there is this peace knowing, okay, God's there. And if something happens, um, well, he's sovereign, so he could have prevented it. And so if he didn't, That must mean he's working it somehow for his glory and Mm. the same thing is in the church you know okay well um if if we have a a a pipe burst where our our downstairs floods like we had a few months ago (laughs) okay lord well you were in control and so how do we respond um and that's that's part of the challenge is that um the more we learn to respond in a godly way the more i think we're sanctified and so you know god's control whether it's whoever who's president or or which church is growing or who comes or who doesn't come anymore um uh god's uh sovereignty is is um been a real blessing the more i see because Mm -hmm. you read you read psalm 119 you read through you know as i know you guys have been studying where god's word is true and Mm -hmm. he's in control he expects us to um you know take up our cross daily and follow him and obey and then when we do that, what happens happens. Yeah. And so we say, "Okay, Lord, you know best," yeah. and so I'll, we'll respond accordingly. Yeah. So I think that's that's true in my own personal life, but also the life of the church. Mm. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, yeah. So you just you just mentioned that you are expecting number six. That's right. Now. Do you guys you have a you have a name for? Well, them? there's
1: more than one way to grow a church, uh, Jeremy. So making disciples, you know, yeah. you just you yeah. bring them or you 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 make them. And, uh, so no, it's it's a, it's a blessing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah,
0: that's super exciting. Um, how can we be praying for you personally as a pastor, as as the shepherd of your church, and how can we be praying for your church? Now obviously your wife is expecting yeah number six in in April is that right That's right mid April in April yep. um how can we be praying for you personally and how can we be praying for your church
1: Yeah well you know for me personally um, you know I think most people would say this and understand it but they forget you know pastors we're just normal we're normal normal folk normal yeah. family and so our 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 prayer our prayer for our family would be just the same as any young family. Yeah. Um, that, that you know, my, my wife Leanne and I would be godly examples for our kids, um, that our kids would come to know um, Christ as their Savior. Um, you know, we, we want to be a good example and live out our faith. Yeah. Sometimes it can feel as if we, we're living in a, a you know, a fishbowl where everyone's watching. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we want we want our kids to know the Lord. We want our kids to love ministry and and serving alongside, um, us, we see, we see pastoral ministry very much that way, that it's a family thing. Um, and so, uh, just praying that, that, you know, my, uh, Leanne homeschools the kiddos and, and, and so praying that, you know, she... She has the patience she needs to because there's a lot of them, and she does yeah. such a great job. Yeah. Um, I'm glad the Lord blessed me with her because if it was up to me, yeah. we'd be in trouble. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, yeah, and and as far as a church, you know, just continue to pray. Um, you know, um, recently, particularly over the last couple of years, we've had a lot of young families come okay. um, and okay. join the church and just really... Um, you know coming up um, with various ministry opportunities to disciple them and to minister to them yeah. um, as I'm sure you understand there you know that stage of life is busy and yeah. so trying to carve out time um, to study God's word or to um, spend time with other adults yeah. um, is difficult mm-hmm. you know the, 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 um, the spirit is welling but the flesh is weak sometimes in the evenings you're just too tired or um, kids get sick and so coming up with uh, ways to really minister and disciple, You know, our young families is our is a priority at the moment, and so
0: so please pray for that. That would be great. Yeah, awesome. James, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, I can't stress enough how much we appreciate you and your ministry out at Attanum. It's it's such an encouragement for us as a church. So thank you for coming in. Thank you, Jeremy, for the invite with Sun Valley and Church. If if you ever have time to listen to sermons outside of Sun Valley Church. Check out Pastor James at at Atana Pioneer as he's as they're working through uh, the Book of Mark. I know it will be an encouragement for you guys. So, uh, Church, we love you. We we look forward to being with you on Sunday and next week on the Voice of Valley. Have a great day.